Hey everybody, I'm Johnny D, the Motivational Cowboy with this week's podcast. I am so pumped up. We're going to do something just a little bit different. You know, usually I, I come in, I interview somebody, we have a great back and forth. This time is going to be a little bit different. This is going to be a great 50 minutes of just telling stories. And I'm not just a great storyteller. I brought in some outstanding storytellers, and we have a Riley Engelin. Uh, otherwise known as Rowdy, and I think he's in his car right now. Can you hear me, buddy? I got you loud and clear, man. Outstanding. And then we got motivational speaker Joshua Spears in the house hey, with Johnny. me. Hey, Johnny. How you doing? Good to see you. Joshua, say hello to Rowdy. Rowdy, say hello to Joshua, and we're going to kick things off, man. Josh, hope you're doing well, buddy. I heard a lot about you, bud. Same to you, buddy. I, ho- I hope what you're going to purchase is, is fun and exciting. Yeah, you know what? I mean, before we get things uh, started, um, Rowdy, I want you to tell everybody where you're going right now and what you're going to purchase. Well, you would not believe it, but I am – I got my whole family inside my Tundra right now, and I have a a – lawn tractor trailer behind my truck and i'm headed to buy two basically just cut part lawnmowers <laughs> that we are going to chop up and turn into what we call outlawn racing mowers outlawn wow, wow. Now, now now, yeah. now now instead of a race car you decided to start racing lawnmowers i mean how did this all come about my buddy Tucker, he's uh, the drummer in the in the band that we that we have together. We, the band's called Rowdy. Um, he has a buddy named Mike Gentry that actually has been racing mowers for quite some time, and he's built over twenty some different mowers, I think, for different drivers. And what it comes down to is this: <laughs> there is a certain spec in a way that you do it that the mower that you buy. So we can get like a regular B twin engine small engine that comes in the mower and we can modify it and it's equivalent to what the back in the 90s when they were pushing 700 800 horsepower out of those uh, you know at the cup races it's the equivalent to that but on a smaller scale we're going to be getting close to 80 90 horsepower getting 75 to 80 miles an hour out of these mowers now I'm a big guy, and and you know he was telling uh, Johnny was telling me that you're also a big guy. And, no, uh, no, <laughs> not me. <laughs> and he was telling me that this, like Mike Gentry was telling me that this is the way to go. Like I, I'm jealous to see my kids riding on a go kart because I want to go fast too. But I got a budget, and I'm trying to go fast on a budget. And apparently, this is the way to do it because. The mower's already assembled. It already has the frame and everything you need. You just got to soup the engine up, modify it a little bit. You slam it to the ground, and you put some racing cart tires on it, and you could spin around a dirt track on a Saturday with your boys trying to get the best lap time, sucking down a few ice-cold ones. And, dude, is that not living? Does that not sound good? Now, now let me ask you this. Is there a track near you? Uh, Yes, absolutely. You know how close it is? How close? It's in my backyard. <laughs> nice. Well, Johnny, Johnny, you you guys ever have that uncle who tells whoppers? Yeah, you know, yeah. There's that uncle that we all have, that uncle who just tells these crazy stories. And whether it's a, a turtle they saw that was six feet wide or different things. Well, we had this uncle growing up. His name was Uncle Ike. Okay, and he was an old guy, and he was probably in his 80s, right? Right. And he came over to the house one day with this big old whopper. 
okay? And he was trying to tell us, we were talking about lawnmowers and how fast they go, and he goes, well, I had one. I took it down to the airport. I'm like, Ike, you used to race lawnmowers? <laughs> and he's like, knowing, keep in mind, I know this is probably not true. Right. right? And he's like, yeah, I had it. We, we clocked it. 120 miles an hour. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa! <laughs> of course, I'm like, Ike, so I, I asked him all these technical questions knowing it wasn't true, but it was funny because he literally, you, you know, races lawnmowers, but yeah. Ike had this magical story of this mythical lawnmower <laughs> that went 120 miles per hour. <laughs> Hey, they can do it. They've got they've got enough they've got enough power. I mean, and what you're doing is you're just you're pulling the safety up because they don't want it. They want all the energy and the power from the engine to go to the blade, so you can mulch up all that grass, right? Right. Well, you're basically taking the deck and dropping it out, getting rid of that, and it's and it's basically anything that's going to be the the power suckers. So you take off the deck and you modify the governor, and you basically put all of the power, all of the horsepower. To the back wheels, and you got to buy a pulley that that is the you know that gets you basically the the grip and the RPMs that you need. But it is not surprising that that mower literally went 120 miles well, an hour because they you, can do it. I'm sure they can, but I'm sure his didn't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you have a number picked out yet, Riley? Do you have a, a number picked out yet? Oh man, you know what uh, the other guys were talking about their numbers. I don't know. I don't have mine picked out just yet. I do. I do know the name that I'm going to go by though. What's that? Kel Yardborough. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Hey, do you have a sponsor so, yet? Yes, we do. Off Axis, actually. Greg Stump is going to like give us uh, give us some sponsorship and like maybe help us out with some helmets. So nice. All right. Well, maybe I should get you some motivational cowboy gear as well. Oh yes, you should. I, <laughs> hey, if I get, I'm gonna get a fire suit, but you know it ain't gonna be a real one. It's gonna be like a wall coverall, uh, <laughs> and I'm just gonna put a bunch. I'm gonna put a bunch of patches on it. So if I get them, I'm gonna get one with your face on it and put it on, on my shoulder. <laughs> You'd be his angel on his shoulder. <laughs> well, I love it. Hey, listen, I appreciate you, you know, in in the truck with with your family and being on the show today. And Joshua, the reason why I wanted to get you guys together is last week's show was so awesome that uh, me and Rowdy talked for 45 minutes on the way home. And mm-hmm. all we did was tell stories. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I was almost home and I said, Rowdy, I said, I got, I got something. He's like, oh, my God, what? Are you all right? I go, I got an idea. He goes, what's your idea? I said, let's have a show where the three of us just bounce stories back and forth and make people think, inspire people, make them laugh, and just have some fun mm-hmm. for 50 minutes. So what do you guys think, man? I I, I know that you guys, um, you know, you you're a wealth of knowledge in disguise at times, and uh, I I can I you tell my wife that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I just figured I would kick it off with 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 a story that I heard. Um, it's not my story. Um, some of you may even heard the story before, um, but it kind of goes like this: A father before he died said to his son. This is a watch your grandfather gave me, and this watch is more than 200 years old. But before I give it to you, I want you to go down to the watch shop on 1st Street and tell them that I want to sell it and see how much they're going to, going to give you. He went, came back to his father, and said, the watchmaker offered you $5. Dad, because it's old. He said, go down to the coffee shop, see what they'll offer you. 
He came back and said, hey, Dad, they offered me $5 because it's an old piece of junk watch. He said, now go to the museum downtown and see how much they will give you for this watch. He came back to his father and said, Dad, Dad, they offered me over a million dollars for this watch. His father said, son, I wanted to let you know that right at the, um, I wanted to let you know that the right place values you in the right way. Don't find yourself in the wrong place and get angry if you are not valued. Those that know your value are those who appreciate you. Don't stay in a place where nobody sees your value. And he said, son, look at me. Look at me, son. He goes, remember these words. Know your worth. And I'm telling each and every one of you to know your worth. Guys, I just, I threw it out there and um, I'm going to let you guys bounce another one or no, if you have a, a comment. It's a, it's a great story. It reminds me of a story that I heard many years ago. Uh, you talk about knowing your worth, yeah. right? And then not only just knowing your worth, but where to look. Yeah. for your worth <laughs> right and it's a story about this this farmer and he had this uh this beautiful beautiful large farm and it was way back back in the olden times right and this this man came from from town saying uh this 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 uh, busybody who's always got all of these big ideas he came to the old farmer and said hey you ought to move out west that's where they're that's where they're they're discovering diamond mines out there Oh, this right. is actually in, as the story goes, it's actually in Africa. But it said, go out west, and that's where they're finding diamond mines. So the man sells his farm for a fraction of what it's worth, and he goes on this mission. He's going to find these diamonds. He buys a mine, finds nothing. Buys the diamond mine, finds nothing. And after after a period of time, as the story goes, he he falls penniless and depressed into a river and dies. Okay. Many many years before that, though, the man who had purchased his property found an odd-looking rock in his crick, and he put it on his mantle. Didn't think anything else of it. And that same busybody came from town and said, hey, you know, where did you get that rock from? And the man says, well, my property is full of them. And as the story goes, the, the, man's, the, the, the man's property was full of diamonds, and it ended up being, as the story goes, one of the largest diamond mines on the continent of Africa. Wow. And the idea there is that we often want to go look for something someplace else. Yeah. But we're all currently living in our minds are acres of diamonds. Yeah. And it's wow. about us getting out there and doing that work, tilling that land. Outstanding story. Rowdy, yeah, how about you? I, I know you got something cooking in your head right now. I've got so much stuff cooking. You guys are going like very inspirational, all these stories. <laughs> so I, got, I have a... Uh, I mean, I have like all my stories are actually like you know they're 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 pretty raw. They got flesh to them, you know. There's DNA to them, and uh, <laughs> um, you know. But but one one quick little thing is is that they have this, they did discover. I think it was it was probably ten years back, maybe fifteen years back, that there's a report that came out in um, I, I can't remember what journal it was, but they said to the core of everybody's being like the atoms that make up our bodies and make up everything in existence. Like there's space in between the, you know, the electrons and the neutrons uh, in each atom. And, and they were trying to fill, find out what that space was filled with. 
and they actually came back and said that it was filled with frequency, sound frequency. And it went back to, they, they, there was some, the scientists were saying that it was almost as if there was a resonance like inside of each atom, each molecule, each particle, um, to the point where they said it's almost like uh, a, a sound, almost like a voice, and and they kind of tied it in with like you know you you read the opening credits of what we call the Bible, and it's you know God spoke things into existence, and and that was really cool to me is to is finding out the core of everything is actually a voice that still resonates and it still resonates today because it's at the core of everything and, 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 and it's being, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it sure is. You know, you, um, go ahead, Rowdy. No, I was going to say like that, that was uh, just, you, he was, you guys were talking about something as far as elemental, but I was going to say like the desert, like all good things come from the desert. Cause if it can make it in the desert, it can make it through anything, you know? Don't you have um, a song like that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, I, I, I have. I've, like I said, my my stories are gonna be per, through perseverance. But it's actually, you know, it's gonna be some fact. I'll tell you one real quick. It was the the cradle of co- what we call country music today. Actually, came through like str- like struggle, and and these songs are, are are talks about struggle, but holding on to like the the you know the very fair glimpse of hope that they might have like the light at the end of the tunnel um you know you i saw the light you know you are my sunshine and all these you know very dead rock written songs to what we know the country music industry like the the carter family ap sarah and mother maybell were the pioneers of what we call country music today and their story goes like this they're from macy springs virginia and in and on a hot july day in 1927 they made their way. Ralph Peer put out a column in the newspaper that said, if you have any types of songs, any types of, uh, of, of lullabies, any types of hymns that you'd like to record, he was collecting them. So they obliged this, this, this article they read, and they loaded up their car on this hot July day. It was pouring rain, thunderstorms. There were tornadoes in the area, no joke. They got a flat tire on the way. Mother Maybell was eight months pregnant with her first child. You can imagine no air conditioning at this time, and they're traveling on roads that were undesirable because just there was no real paved roads at the time. So the birth of this substantial like thing that we know as country music came through some of the most hardcore traveling conditions, and life conditions, and it went to make obviously beautiful songs. But they made it to the uh, the Christian Hat Building there in downtown Bristol, Tennessee, and recorded over twenty some songs uh, that went on to be, like I said, the bedrock of country music um, as we know it today. And then, of course, known as the Carter Family uh, to to many other artists, they're they're known as the great 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 grandparents of of the genre that we all play for but i always thought that was just so interesting that they had everything going against them but they still weathered all that to make sure that they arrived to the to the the, the place on time to be able to record all this this music and that they called that the big boom of country music the the cradle you know so. that that's pretty awesome you know i i often heard um that people don't remember facts 
figures, or principles. But if you put all of your facts, figures, and principles into a great song or a great story, and they remember your story or your song, subconsciously they remember all of your facts, figures, and principles. That's so, good. so when you, when 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 you want to teach somebody something, the best way to do it is put everything you learned into a great story. Mm-hmm. And Joshua, I know that, awesome. that that I've taught you that over the years oh, yeah. of <laughs> of being a great speaker, mm-hmm. and, and that is, you know, at, at times we have to put what we know mm-hmm. into a great story. Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly what you were saying. You know, Rowdy is, hey, listen, take take what life gave right. you. And use it for your inspiration, for your right. motivation. Right. Yeah, I mean, stories Absolutely. Stories are definitely the key, especially as a speaker, a trainer, a teacher. I mean, yeah. keeping people engaged, it, keeping people interested, even more so now with, with social media and, and, and all those elements. Yeah. Is that art of telling a story, uh, but having it make someone feel amazing. Right. Uh, it really does. People don't come up to you after your speeches or mine and say, Boy, you said a lot of interesting points today. No, it's, <laughs> I love that story. I can relate. I yes. love that story. I can relate. Yeah. It's the stories that make it fun for the audience. Right. You know? So. Well, and, and, and even though we do it through words of speaking, sure. Rowdy, you do it through music, and, and, and you probably get the exact same thing is when when people relate to your music and your writing they come up to you and say man you were talking right to me today mm-hmm. you and you you know you you made me feel good you inspired me you and motivated me you you may, it might have been having a couple more beers but you motivated mm-hmm. me you inspired me <laughs> you know yeah i'm it's funny uh, th- th- that's exactly right and, I, and for you too as well like i, I mean when people when people are moved by something, like they they feel the need to to express that to the person that really brought them to that place, and I think that's where the legends are born because these individuals we've noticed, like in the music industry, particularly you know Waylon Jennings, Johnny Cash, and Willie Nelson, Chris Christopherson, and yep. and George Jones, and and all these greats, like they are the people that lived these lives and brought the stories to life. And then you had a whole culture, a whole era and population of people that can just relate to that because they lived the same way or they, they felt what they were saying was real. And I think there's a, a partition in music where you're putting your soul into it or you are just trying to appease or please somebody or, or make something sound good or, or appealing. Mm-hmm. And there's a line in the, in the movie A Star is Born that, um, uh, that well, Lady Gaga, uh, opposite character, what was his name? Bradley Cooper. Yep. Bradley Cooper, that's right. I was asking, I literally am asking my wife, what's his name? <laughs> but, um, but Bradley Cooper says, if, if, if you don't grow legs, like, if you don't put legs on this, reach down in there and put legs on this, like, it's not, it'll basically, it'll go away, it'll die. That's like, right. it has no, there's no point in it. So it's like, Putting, putting life into the way you speak, giving those stories, it gives people the example. Because you can talk textbook all day long in academics, but when you put it to life, when you put when you put eyes and a nose and hands on the stories and the songs that you write, like that's really the only way people can truly gravitate and relate to it. And then making it memorable is making it authentic, like putting real human values and human emotions on it. Like there's only so much you can do with 
with with made up stories and and fictional like aspects. And then social media, once again, you said Josh, but social media can have the the opposite aspect to it as well, like showing a very flaunting life, something that's unattainable to the majority of people who are on social media, and they can gravitate to that because it's something that they possibly would dream to have but then when it truly like brings them a lesson of reality like something that's i don't know that's got a little bit more of a wholesome value to it i feel i feel like that's the stuff that that helps people make better decisions and helps make people change for the better i don't know that's just that's just my take on it you know i can't tell you how many times and joshua you've you've heard me speak many a times Mm -hmm. and, and, and at different times and at different places I literally get emotional by telling Mm -hmm. different stories during my talks. Why? Because I'm emotional myself that day to tell that story because why it's true. It's true within me. And Mm -hmm. if you have to believe it to have other people believe Mm -hmm. it, you know, I always say that life is 10% of what happens to us and 90% of how you react to Mm -hmm. it. You know, you know, it, it reminds me of, um, a story, and Joshua, I know that you've uh, heard me tell this one live, and and that is about it was a baseball game, and the, and and this boy caught a home run ball by this super famous guy, and he caught the ball, and you know how the TV cameras they always follow the baseball, and then whoever catches it, right? Well, this this particular day, it was this young boy, probably about nine, ten years old, and this boy caught the baseball, and and he caught the baseball, and then walked down six rows. And, and the TV cameras caught this, and he gave it to this boy. They went back to the game. Well, the two the two guys that were calling the game was like, what What just happened? Like, we have to figure out why that boy caught a baseball, a home run ball by blah, 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 and he just gave it away. Like, what what's going on? Mm-hmm. So what happened is they, they sent a roving reporter down to find out what happened. And he said it was really easy. He says, the, the, the guy says, hey, listen, why did you catch the baseball from that famous baseball player? It was a home run ball, and you gave it away. He's like, well, sir, last year it was my birthday, and somebody gave me a baseball. He yeah. goes, it was his birthday I found out, and I wanted him to enjoy what somebody gave me last year. He said, sir... I just wanted to continue the line of awesomeness. I just wanted to continue the line of awesomeness. He was nine, ten years old. Right. He knew the value of uh, of making somebody else feel the way that he uh, was made felt last year. Right. Or a year before mm-hmm. that. Just kind of made me think about those things, guys. No, it's very good. Very interesting. You think. There, there's purpose in in like your you know when we talk about DNA, I think there's really something to be said uh, when you are basically following by example. And like that young man, he's following by example. Some somebody taught him whether it be his father, or grandfather, or whatever. I, I feel like when you are doing what you feel like has been exemplified to you because you feel like it's right. Yep. You know, you can be multiple generations down the line. I think that you most definitely are feel led to, to fulfill something that you're, you know, five, six generations back, maybe like your, you know, your father, your grandfather, whatever, like did the same. You know, I, I, I think it's beautiful 
um, how generosity and values and you know traditions can can like show up way on down the line and then it be very reminiscent of something that was a lesson that was taught by one person you know a yep. grandfather a grandmother whatever i love that that's a that legend is so great we um we're down to literally just a minute guys but i'm gonna end it with this and, and, and riley i hope that you uh will come back after commercial break if you if your wife lets you or if you need to go take a bathroom break at the rust area i don't know where you are in tennessee but <laughs> it reminds me of this and it says to the world you may be one person but to one person you may be their world. That's awesome. Do you know who said that? Who said that? Dr. Seuss. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. To the world, you may be one person, but to one person, you may be their world. Well, listen, we're going to take a commercial break. We'll be back for the second segment of Storytelling with Rowdy, Riley, Anglin, and Joshua Spears. I'm Johnny D, the motivational cowboy, telling all of you, be safe, have fun, and have yourselves an outstanding day right here. NRMStreamcast.com. We'll see you in just a couple minutes.